Hello and welcome to Day 3 Live, the live broadcast of Sunday morning service at Day 3 Church in Granite Falls, North Carolina. You can learn more about our ministry at day3church.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash d3church. We're glad you chose to listen today. We believe that God is waiting to speak to you. If you have any questions about today's message, please contact us. We're here to help. Now sit back and join us for the next few minutes. It's Day 3 Live, and it starts right now. Uh, If you would have a a seat, please. I'm going to, as our men are getting ready to uh, kind of reset the stage behind me, I uh, want to give you just a little bit more information. As I mentioned, Bill Hartley had led our men's ministry for a couple of years. Uh, Bill did a great job doing it. You'll hear some about that as they share. Uh, but recently, because he took a different job uh, with Samaritan's Purse, then um, he just felt like he couldn't invest the time that our men's ministry needed. And he talked to uh, Joey Finley some, and we talked to Joey some, and we've asked uh, Joey uh, to be our uh, next men's ministry leader. Uh, I'll tell you one thing about these guys. Uh, anytime I've been with them anywhere, uh, they work hard, you know, and uh, uh, they'll get sweaty and dirty. Uh, you you should have showed up yesterday about 630 in the morning uh, because we started working on the facility that we bought next door. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we were pretty hard there yesterday, too. Uh, but between... Uh, uh, the work that we had to do in this area when the high winds came through about three years ago and so many trees were blown over, we probably cut up 300 trees in, I don't know, three or four months and uh, and, and all. But I uh, had good fellowship uh, with these men, and uh, I, I enjoyed being part of our men's ministry, hanging out with them. If you're not involved uh, with them, then they would love to have you, and they'll probably emphasize that a little bit today. But I'm going to pass the uh, uh, mic over to our new men's ministry leader, if you would welcome him, Joey Finley. Uh, good morning. Uh, I just want to say a couple things. We've got some uh, men up here today. Uh, we've got Carl and David and Davey that are going to be speaking in a few minutes. And then we also have a um, presentation for you, some pictures and a video at the end of it. Uh, it's what we've done over the past year, and it's just a sample of the things we've done. But we've also acquired the, the building uh, right beside us, and we're working on it, on the building. Uh, we did yesterday, we did some cleanup around it, and um, that's one of our projects. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say is that whenever I talk about men's ministry, that it's not the men part of it, it's the ministry part of it. And that's what we need to be focused on, whether it's men's ministry, women's ministry, our, our youth. Um, there's so many things that we can, that we work on around here, and we put ministry at the end of it, and that's what we need to be focused off. And whenever I say ministry, that means service. That means going out and helping somebody. And that's what our men's ministry is based on, is going out and helping people and helping our community, whether it's even inside our church, working on our church. This is God's house. And whenever I say God's house, this is This is his house, and this is where we're supposed to be working, and we're supposed to take care of the house, and we need to fellowship while we're here, and then it spreads from there into the community, and then from there, it spreads across the state. 
we have worked in our church, we've worked around our community, we've worked all the way to the coast. And a lot of things that you'll be seeing in the video are the things that we've done, and it's throughout the year, and it's across the state. And guys, whenever I say ministry, that means that we're serving, and we want you to step up. We're asking you to step up, the men and the women. And guys, we need leaders in our, in our church and in our community. Right now, we need to be the examples for our children whenever we go out and serve. And that's uh, part of the video that will be coming up. But also, I wanted to talk in the video, in the slideshow, at the end of it, there is a presentation of a, a video. And what happened was, there was a member of our church came in, and he called me one day, and he said, Joy, he said, I need some help. I said, okay. So he said, I need, uh, I had uh, a mother-in-law that passed away, and I need a, de- uh, a, a grave dug, and we can't get any equipment in there, so we need to do it by hand. I said, okay. So I called some of the guys at the church, and they said, yeah, we'll go. And it's an hour and a half away, and it needed to be dug in three days before the funeral. So we went up on a Friday, and when we got there, it's up on top of the side of a mountain. And we started, we went in, and it was raining, and we started digging the grave, and it was hard work. But we made it enjoyable. We laughed. We cut up. We tried to make it really light for the family members that was there. And one of the family members, the, the lady's son, he was kind of in the background. And you'll notice he's somebody standing in the back. And as we dug the grave, he got a little bit closer and a little bit closer. And by the end of it, he was in the middle of it. And we were loving on him because that's what God was asking us to do. Okay? When he went home that night, he asked his brother and brother-in-law, he said, why did they come do that? Why did those people come? They don't know me. Why did they come help me in a time of need? That's because God laid it on our hearts to go help somebody. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go out in our community and look and see where people need help and step up and say, you know what? I can help you. And you need to take the things that you're doing in your life and you need to put them on hold because they're going to be there tomorrow. They're going to be there next week, next month, next year. The things that are important to you in your life is not sometimes not what God wants you to be focused on. He wants you to be focused on serving Stepping up and saying, you know what? I'm going to stop what I'm doing today. I'm going to stop mowing my grass. He can wait till tomorrow to go help somebody that is in need. I know everybody here has been in need at one point or another, needing help, okay? I hope that someday that we can help you, and maybe someday you can help somebody else. The following day, we went back. We covered the grave up, and I had time to minister to him. And he still could not believe that men would take time out, and not only men, but my daughter. My daughter went with us. And she said, uh, I told her I was going to do it, and she said, Dad, can I go? How many times do you see somebody, you know, you're going to do physical labor, can I go? Can I go do that? So she did. 
the third day, he asked God to be a savior. And that's amazing. It's amazing to me how God used us to talk to somebody through us for what we were doing. And I just want you to know that whenever I say ministry, men's ministry, I'm, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up to do this. So I'm asking everybody here to do the same thing. We can use you. Come as you are. You don't have to have no special skills. You don't have to be able to do anything. You don't have to be able to run a chainsaw. We just want you there for fellowship because you can talk to somebody. You can go out and minister to somebody, but you can't do it at home. We have to step up and do other things in our community and around our state and at our church. And I'm going to let Davey take over and talk for just a minute. Thank you, Joey. Before we uh, start the video, I would like to mention the music we've been playing. Uh, our, our worship team, our music team does a great job. And uh, we know that this music is a little different from what we normally uh, have on Sunday morning, but we hope you enjoy it. It's some of the old songs that uh, are no longer played like they were uh, years ago. And I know it's, it's brought a lot of joy to my heart to hear these songs and see these words. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Talking about the uh, video, uh, it's about six minutes long, so it's not real long. But uh, it's just some of the activities that we've, uh, we've done the last, uh, last year. I had a lot of pictures to go through to, to narrow it down to six minutes, but it's just some of the activities. And like Joey said, uh, we can use anyone. doesn't have, have special talents. And uh, when you see these pictures of some of these uh, locations that we roll up to and we see all the debris or brush or trees or damage or whatever, it's like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to do all this? And we start and we jump in. In just a few minutes, you start seeing change. And before you know it, it's over with, and we've cleaned up, or we've done something amazing. And it's like we did behind the church, or behind the uh, building yesterday. You know, there was a ton of pallets, trash, brush. Uh, we started at 6.30, and, and like the pastor said, we were dirty and sweaty, but we were finished by 10, 10.30. And uh, some stayed around for some other things, but uh, only here a few hours. But it's amazing what a, a large group of men and women and youth can do in a short period of time. But I uh, hope you enjoy the video, and uh, there is a clip in there of uh, the grave, and uh, Caitlin actually uh, put that video together for us in the, in the music, so I hope you enjoy it. Okay, in that video, you saw men working. But it wasn't about the work. It was about doing what God wanted us to and talking about God and showing people that don't know God who He is and what He's done for us and what He can do for you and what He can do for other people. God gave us an opportunity to talk to somebody that their family members had been praying for for 10 years. Just think about that. For 10 years, his brother-in-law and his sister and his family had been praying for them. 
and his mama. And he used us, strangers, to touch his life to the point that he accepted the Lord as his Savior. We can do that. We can do it by serving, whether it's in the men's ministry, whether it's in the women's ministry, whether it's in youth, whether it's in guest services, our security team. We need to think about what's important in our lives. Is it the things we have around us, the schedules we have to keep, the grass we have to mow, all these football games and things like that you go to, taking a day, two or three days off, go fishing. I know that God's blessed you with doing those things, but he's also blessed you with the ability to help somebody in, in a time of need. And that's what, that's what this ministry is all about, is helping people in a time of need whenever somebody says, can you help me? Think about that the next time somebody says it to you and say, you know what? Is it important enough for me to help the Lord talk to somebody so that they can see his love that they have for them and also for me? You will get more of a blessing out of helping somebody than you can ever imagine. When you step out and you're helping somebody, you're working for the Lord. You're doing what he wants you to. You take all those things that you put in front of him, you take all that stuff away, he gives you opportunities each and every day. When you walk out these doors, he gives you those opportunities to help somebody. I'll tell you a story about over here and just across the hill over here when the hurricanes came through, when we first started this ministry back up, we'd had a ministry, then it kind of died down, and Bill Hartley took it over, and that's one of the things that we're doing up here today is to honor Bill because of his service. He picked up the reins on the men's ministry, and he said, okay, we're going to start helping people. We're going to start serving our community. We had these hurricanes come through, and we need, there was a need in the community. And there's a gentleman over here. His name was Sonny. He's an elderly gentleman. We rolled up into his house in, in normal fashion. I mean, it's, when we roll up, it looks like there's a big crowd come in. He said, no, no, before, what are you doing? We, I don't want you on my property. And Bill came up to him and said, look, said, we're just here to help you. You've got all these trees down. You couldn't even see his house. And he's over here beside City Barbecue, right in front of City Barbecue. And so we pulled up. I don't want you on my property. We're from the church. Well, I don't want you preaching to me. And they'll say, we're not going to preach. We're here to serve you. So we started cutting trees. The next day, we went back. We cut more trees. I don't want you here. I, you know, don't talk to me. After about a week, he knew that we were there to serve and not to take advantage of him and not to do anything else. Within a month, we were up there talking to him. So we worked on his house for over a year. At the end of that year, he was inviting us into his house and praying for us. Because every time we went up to the, his house, 
before we left, we would pray. At the end of that year, he was praying for us. We would call him, talk to him. And right now, he's in a better place than what we are because he passed away. But I know that we touched his life and we touched the people around him. But it touched us. And we had that opportunity. I've had the opportunity to go down to the beach and work. And guys, it's, it's hard work. We get sweaty and we get sweaty and get dirty. But God will give you the energy and the strength to do things like that. And on top of that, we have a good time. We fellowship together. We just know these men. I, I, I consider these men, the men in this church, my friends, not just members of the church. They are my friends. If I needed something, broke down beside the road somewhere, I make a phone call. They would stop what they're doing to come help me. The point is that we need to do that for strangers that don't know Jesus. The ones that are lost. The ones that need just somebody to step up and say, you know what? Today, God loves you. And he will forgive you. I know I'm talking too much. But God's, God's talking, right? God's talking to me right now. Because when I got up on this stage, this is my third service. When, God, when I got up on this stage, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I let God speak what he wants me to say. And he's asking me right now to ask you, if you'll take some time and step out for him, not for the men's ministry, not for the women's ministry, you're stepping out for him to do his work. And it will bless you more than you can ever imagine. You make friends. You meet new people. And you know what? Just on that one occasion, you might lead somebody to the Lord. And that's what we're here for, is to lead people to the Lord for his glory and to glorify his kingdom. And now I'm going to introduce Bill. I'm gonna, I mean, uh, Carl, because I'm, <laughs> I'm out of it right now. I'm going to introduce Carl to come up, come up and talk. And uh, guys, again, I just I thank everybody for being here. And I thank these men up here that are willing to step up and uh, do what God wants them to. Thank you, Joy. Joy, thank you for taking leadership of men's ministry. We all know that you're more than qualified. I'd like to talk about two things. The value of day three's men's ministry and honoring Bill. I have witnessed the spiritual effect of day three men's ministry in two important ways. It has provided our men deeper fellowship. We all need friends. We all need to get intimate with our brothers. And meaning by serving and becoming friends with other men. Fellowship and getting in there and serving together. The Apostle Peter wrote, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. Those who can speak, speak the mind of God. 
Those who can serve, use the strength that God supplies you. For what purpose do our men speak and serve? We're here to glorify God and expand his kingdom. Now let's honor Bill. Bill was in our second service. There is a verse I took a little liberty with. I think that uh, if Bill was around during the time of the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul could have trusted Bill. You see, uh, this verse in the Bible is communicating about Titus and this unnamed brother, his name wasn't given, who was being trusted to collect funds from the Corinthian church to support the suffering church in Jerusalem. I selected this verse because it matches the character of Bill, a diligent and optimistic leader who always had confidence in the men he led to serve others in Christ. So this is the verse, 2 Corinthians 8.22. In addition, we are sending with them our brother Bill, who has often proved to us in many ways that he is zealous, diligent, and now even more so because of his great confidence in you, the men's ministry. Bill reflected that character that Paul described this unknown brother to be. I'm getting older, and as I've gotten older, I'm beginning to think more and more about, Lord, when I bow before you face to face, when I pass this way, I don't want to be ashamed. I want to be more and more faithful as I get closer to that day. I want to challenge all of us to say, Lord, I want to please you. I want to live for you more than anything else in this life. It doesn't have to be big things. What some people would consider little things day in and day out that shows the love of Christ. And so, thank you, men's ministry. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Bill. Good morning, folks. You know, God has a way of opening doors and putting you in the right place. And for me, that's been day three and the men's ministry. Brother Bill Hartley is not here right now, but a quick story. When we went to Wilmington to work, I usually get up pretty early. I had all this stuff on my phone that I was wanting to say, but I wanted to tell this from my heart, what God has laid on me to say. Brother Bill Hartley, when I got up, went into the kitchen, was going to make coffee. I found Brother Bill Hartley sitting there reading the Bible at the table. And I knew right then that I was in the right place. The men's ministry has really made, has blessed my heart. You know, we work hard, like Joey said, and we need people to help. You know, we all struggle sometimes, especially me. 
And I'm not a football player, but I know that I can get down on my knees and I can ask God to help me through whatever I'm going through. Get up here, Joy. Come up here. Brother Joy is going to take over the responsibilities of Bill. And I myself want to be that one person that's going to say that I'll help Joy and do all that I can do. And I ask anybody else that wants to join too. Brother Davey over there and Brother Carl here. I love them all like brothers. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. And that's what I try to do all the time for people like Joy and this church. Pastor Lynn, loving with all my heart. I just want to say, if you're here and you're not saved, come down and get on your knees. Ask God. He'll take you into, the, into the, his life and will do things for you that you'll never think that will happen. Trust me, I'm one of those people. Thank you. Okay, we've got just a few more minutes here. Um, another couple things I'd like to say is that um, when we serve in the church, it's in all capacities. Okay? God has given you a, a special talent or something to do, and he's just asking you to step up. He did. He gave everything he had. He gave his son and people who have children know what that is. How would you like to say? I've got a son. I've got a daughter. Think about saying, I'm going to sacrifice them for you. He did. And the only thing he's asking is that you serve him and say that he is your Lord and your Savior. And the only way to get to heaven and to get to him is to believe in him and know that Jesus died for your sins and ask for forgiveness. And I'd like to say that uh, we have a great group of men and women and youth but we could always use one more. And one person can change the world. Jesus did. He changed this world. And I'm going to ask Tim to come up and uh, just say just, just a few things about the security uh, ministry that we've got going on. And uh, then I'll be right back. I'm just going to touch base on our security for the uh, church here. Uh, we first got started uh, a few months back, and we sort of had the ball rolling a little bit, uh, but the virus came in and sort of sort of done a hamper on, on what we had going. Uh, but, you know, we have a lot of law enforcement here at the church that, that, that come here regularly. Uh, but, you know, 
that being said, we want to have a church security team on our own uh, because whenever these guys come here to church, their role as law enforcement never ends, but we want them to be able to be focused on with their families and and the role of of uh, just praise and worship for the Lord. Um, when it comes to the ministry, uh, the, day, the, the security is a ministry. All things that we do here at the church is all to... Uh, to for the ministry of, of the Lord and to show the love of Jesus Christ to other people. And uh, I'm just going to let you know that we, we would like to have some more people come in for the security team. There's a lot of people on our security team right now that are playing different roles, uh, sort of double double dipping, I guess you could say, uh, with uh, finances, whether it be sound, um, just different things. And we'd like to have some more people come in to be focused just on the security as well. Uh, because once this virus is over and it's done with, uh, our church is, is the capacity is going to get bigger like it was before and uh, we just want to have the safety of the church um, as far as our the ministry itself I just want to say that uh, I really really enjoy being with the men's ministry uh, as far as talents goes I don't have any uh, you know I'm just like I said before I'm just a grunt they can tell me to do something and I go do it and I, I love it uh, you know going to, to e down east to work I mean, some of the work that we done was just brutally hot, and uh, but we we all got a blessing out of it. And as far as you know, when we dug that grave, you know, Joey called me and asked me. He said, uh, he said, would you want to come help? And I, first he didn't like tell me what it was. You know, I just said yeah. So, but that was probably one of the hardest things I have ever done was hand dug a grave. You know, and uh, but you know, we we won somebody to the Lord for it, and you know, I I would dig a hole like that every day if I had to, you know, because it's all about how, what we do for God, and um, that's just the main thing I just wanted to say. And like Bill has just done a tremendous job for us over the years as far as him leading us and the things that he was able to provide us for and, and opportunities for us to serve. And I know that Joey's going to do just as good a job. Uh, he, uh, he has some great, uh, great ideas already, and uh, so we just uh, can't wait to see what he's able to do. Thank you, man. Thank you, Tim. Uh, just a couple of quick things is that we do have opportunities coming up. Uh, Bill sent me a text the other day saying that there is in need of uh, work down at the coast again with a hurricane. Uh, we'll be trying to plan something over the next couple of weeks on it. And again, we're not, you don't have to go. But if you can, we'd, we'd appreciate it and we'd love to have you go with us. Uh, we enjoy it. We, and if Bill's here, he said in the second service that we eat good. We, uh, that's the only thing that he can say that we do. We, we eat good. I mean... We, have, we fellowship, we have a good time. Um, but the bonds that you build when you go and you work and serve somebody, you're serving somebody and you're working for the Lord, but he's also working in your life. And the bonds that you build between men when they're out working and women when they're out working, I know it's the same thing, or the youth. You're building bonds knowing that that's somebody that's living for the Lord and you're living for the Lord, and you're trying to serve, you're trying to surround yourself with people like that, and you're trying to go out and bring somebody else in. 
We're trying to make these, these groups bigger and bigger and bigger to serve the Lord. And that's what we're here to do. And um, we've got this uh, painting that we did for Bill. And it's iron sharpens iron. And he always, he, this is something that Bill always said, that iron sharpens iron. And when I first met Bill, you know, it, it was like, what's he talking, what's he talking about? And after working with him, I, I know now. I know that you need to be around godly men because it, it, it makes you hold yourself to a higher standard. And it makes you think about the things that you're doing. And so uh, we're going to have this back at the back. And I would like for everybody to sign it if they can. If you've got something to say, just sign your name. Or if you've got, if you know Bill, if you know Bill, you, you'll know what to say to put on this. But we're going to give everybody in the church a chance to sign it before we give it to him permanently. He was, like I said, he was here in the second service and uh, he saw it. He teared up. He, he, he means a lot to this church and to this ministry because he really did, he stepped up and he, he did what God wanted him to and that was to, to build this ministry and now he stepped back and God's asking me to do it and I've accepted it I'm going, I'm going to try to do everything that I can and I need you to pray for me pray that I make the right decisions and do the right things but I'm going to turn right around and I'm going to ask you to step up whatever it is in any form or fashion in this church if you step up and serve the Lord you're not serving me you're not serving the ministry you're serving the Lord whenever you step up and do this and so with that I'm going to turn it back over to the preacher we're going to have Crimson Cross come back up on stage and they're going to lead us in an invitation time I want to point out this before uh, Joey takes it back and puts it on the table where you'll have a chance to sign it. Uh, that's based on a passage of Scripture, uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Uh, I want you to think about that in terms of what they've been talking about today. Uh, if, if a piece of iron is just laying off by itself, uh, there's not any change taking place. It's just going to lay there. Lay there and rust. <laughs> and uh, it'll just be a piece of iron there. But if you take two pieces of iron, and, and if you rub those two pieces of iron together, there's some change that takes place. And, and that's true as we minister together. Uh, God doesn't intend for you just to come to church on Sunday morning, uh, go home, and come back the next Sunday, or, you know, two Sundays, or whatever your schedule allows. Uh, he wants you to do life with other believers. He, he wants you to have that type of friction, that type of rubbing shoulders with each other because that uh, sharpens each other and helps us to uh, be more of what he wants us to be. Uh, some of these men that you've heard from, they're going to be tapping shoulders. Uh, if you're not being involved in men's ministry, uh, expect some of them to come up and tap on shoulder and let you know when they're meeting and what they're doing. And uh, if you get that kind of invitation, I hope you'll accept it and I hope you'll come and be a part of it. Most of all, I hope you'll do this. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, right now is the time as we have this song for you to think about your life.
For you to admit that you can't save yourself, that you're not good enough, the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. The Bible says all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every one of us has. same Bible says whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you need to trust in the finished work of Christ, what he did on the cross for you. If you've not done so, then we invite you to do so today. Also, we had a baptism scheduled at the second service. Uh, I don't have a known baptism schedule, but maybe God has one schedule I don't know anything about. And if you're here and if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, but you've never been baptized, uh, if you'll come during this invitation time, let me know. I cannot give you dry clothes, but I can give you a dry towel. And uh, you can leave obedient knowing you did what the Lord wants you to do. If you've never been baptized and you know Christ as your Savior and you feel the Holy Spirit telling you, hey, you need to go do that today before you leave, then please come and tell us and we'd love to take care of that. If you would stand with me. Father, we pray you take this time of an invitation. You speak to our hearts. Uh, Lord, if there are decisions we need to make to be more involved in ministry, uh, help us to make those decisions. Help us to offer ourselves before you that you can use us, as we have heard and seen in the video and the testimony, that you have used these men. And we thank you for them. We thank you for what they've done. Uh, so, Father, I, I pray for those here that haven't been active in ministry, that you would call them to do so, whatever it is you've got for them to do. Father, if there's someone here that does not go to Christ the Savior, uh, Lord, speak to them right now. Convict them. Help them understand that they're a sinner that's lost. You tell us that in your word, that you sent your son to die on the cross for their sins so that through faith in him they can be forgiven, they can have everlasting life. So, Father, we, uh, we pray right now you just deal with our hearts and help us to listen to you. And, uh, Father, help us to go from this place to do what you called us to do. Of course, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll be here at the front if God speaks to you. We invite you to come. Are you in need of greater peace in your life? It is possible, and it starts with being at peace with God. Just pray something like this. Lord Jesus, I realize I need you and your forgiveness. I invite you to be the boss of my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I receive you as my Savior and Lord. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we'd love to talk to you. We're here to pray with you, to love you, and offer support. Please contact us at day3church.com. We care about you, and we want to connect with you. Until next time, this is Pastor John reminding you that God is greater than your circumstances, and His mercies are new every morning. It's time to experience a new day in your life.